Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Black Entourage Podcast. My name is Amir, and we are joined today by Sean, Jamal, as well as Kay Muhammad. Thank you for everyone who always tune in. We really appreciate you guys. For all you new viewers, if this is the like, if this is the content that you like to watch, please press the like button as well as subscribe. Uh, today, we are going to start the conversation off with Joe Budden. Supposedly, there's something happening. Um, I was tuned out this week, but Sean, can you catch us up on that, please? Yeah, so uh, I figure this is kind of a big deal that we pay attention to one of the biggest uh, podcasting podcasters in the world right now. He's up there like top 10 with that podcast. Um, and there's been some drama essentially uh, in the camp and the tension and everything you kind of see was blowing up uh, over the past couple of podcast recordings where you could see the tension and things that just wasn't right. So basically over the last, I think it's been about three podcasts now, uh, Rory and Maul just hasn't been there. They does not yeah, so they basically have two of his other friends, uh, Ice and I forgot the other guy, uh, who Ish, Ish who's there on the last week. Yeah, uh, and they basically just have like other people coming in trying to fill the gaps while they're not there. Uh, so they're saying that there's uh, some tension between like Joe and Rory, and then Joe and Maul because he. And then basically it's kind of just seems like it's kind of imploding. And what they're trying to do is he's trying to kind of fix the relationships so it doesn't bleed over to the podcast or vice versa. So they're not there. They're basically on a strike essentially. Uh, and he's running the podcast. So uh, do you guys kind of want to give your thoughts before I kind of give mine? What do you think is going on there? And I mean, let's talk about it. Anybody? Anybody? No? We can't hear you, Mir. My bad. I was I was on mute. <laughs> work from home. Work from home habit. Um, but no, from what I hear, I mean, who knows? It could be a couple of different reasons. I hope it's not financial. Um That was a rumor. Okay, let me just say yeah. I heard <laughs> I heard the, the contract negotiations because they so they talked about it on the podcast what last week or mm-hmm. two weeks ago I can't remember but um before that there was rumblings like that he wasn't happy with the pay Rory wasn't happy with the pay he was getting um but on the podcast they kept alluding to it's not about money it's not about money um it could be about equity because they it, it looked it sounded like in the argument that it was something to where because Joe's been in a shitload of contracts he's always been the little guy working for or working against the corporation now that he got his own thing it sounded like a lot of it was like now I'm on the other side I'm on the corporate I'm, I'm sitting on the corporation side rather than being on the creator side and he kept alluding to the conversation because he frequently has creator conversations all the time so they were kind of playing back and forth with that um like sean said like i think for the last well for a long time probably for a year you can kind of tell i I, like the, the podcast has been getting like um what's the word i'm looking for like it's awkward to watch because 
they'll they'll just treat Rory like shit. Like he'll like Joe will just say some disrespectful shit to Rory, and it's been getting worse since <laughs> since his value's been going up. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Getting I can worse. already hear the disrespect. <laughs> I haven't even been watching, but I can hear the side commentary. Because everything, and, and yeah, he even alluded to it. Um, because I saw that too. He was like, you know, I got hands. He's been saying that for a couple He's of like, weeks. He's like, we can like, fight. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know I can fight, right? You know I'll punch you, right? And then um, I, on one of the podcasts, they were like, um, nah, don't fight my friend. What, uh, what's his name said? Y'all can fight friends. And Joe was like, well, I'm too old to fight my friends at this point. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting my friends. And Rory responded like, what said we were friends? Yeah. So yeah. he heard that he said he heard that and he had to stop and he told them just to chill like don't come back take some days off take some days off and it sounded like Rory agreed with it too like he'd been feeling the tension and he agreed like yeah I should take some t- times off um Maul's point they were all good but Maul's point was he came in I guess Joe told him that I told Rory not to come. Jamal, I mean, Maul's conversation was, who are you to tell Rory he can't come in podcast? Like, who are you to tell a grown man not to come in or that we don't need him or he doesn't have to be here? Who are you to tell him that? I guess Joe Budden explained who he was and that shit didn't... <laughs> Joe said it himself. That conversation didn't go the greatest. So I guess... In that conversation, and even um, Park said it didn't go the greatest. The conversation didn't go well. And he said that Park said specifically to Joe Biden, like, in an argument, you always throw salt in the wound. Like, that, I think that's your, um, your, your mechanism to arguments, but you always throw salt in the wound. And I've seen the podcast enough to know that if any kind of, if Maul feels any kind of disrespect, then it's like it, it's it's whatever at that point like fuck this I don't need this type of shit go fuck yourself type shit so it explains why he's not there the, the more the more troubling thing I think is Rory cause I've seen he went on um the girls channel too yeah the girls podcast um what is it I forgot what, but what is. is that one no no it's the one with the three of them Mandy and then and I forgot yeah, the, the, the thing, the, the thing. Yeah, what's the, what's the singer's name? That's on it. Ah, fuck. See, that's why that anyway. channel's not that popular. <laughs> 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 they don't really yeah, fuck right. with that podcast. But he went on there and he was explaining, like, he, his dream is a podcasting. Like, he don't really, his, his thing was never to be a podcaster or whatever. So I think the more concerning, I think Maul, Maul and Joe will get right, but I don't know about Rory though. It seems a little bit more steep in that. Yeah, it seems like he only has so much board members, right? So can Joe really bring them up as the value of the podcast grows, right? So as Joe talks about getting equity here and there, board seat with Patreon, blah, blah, blah. Like, is is he sharing that wealth based upon what Rory and Maul helped contribute to the platform? So, I he, think- so yeah, like Joe Budden like, built this shit from 
12 years ago with Joe Budden TV and kind of just been going from there. Then it kind of, when he retired, it kind of turned to a real podcast. But then it didn't really blow up until Maul and Rory got on board. So is he updating these numbers as the value goes up, as the podcast network goes up? when he's signing these equity deals left and right? Or is he kind of just... Because he's always talking about like valuating the numbers and doing this and doing that. Is he, for lack of a better term, turning corporate on his own team and making sure that he's straight over the longevity of the podcast? It seems just like the, the line between friendship and business for them got severely yeah. blurred. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing that I want to talk about because I'm I, I'm not going to speculate on like what actually happened, yeah. what literally happened. I will be the first to say that mixing business with friendship is is a very combustible uh, enterprise, right? Yeah. Um, you when when you're engaging when you're in, when you're a friend to somebody or whatnot there's no contractual relationships with it and so the things i mean the friendship system is pretty much based on you know trust and you know loyal loyalty and you know just the benefit of the doubt when it comes to business things are pretty much um black and white and you know, you hash responsibilities out via contract, right? And so when things, um, when disagreements occur, when, when, so when you're, when you're a friend and you're in, in, enter into a business relationship, when disagreements occur, you can't, it, it's hard to kind of navigate what's business related and what's friend, what's, what's friendship related, right? And so if you don't get right with your friend, right? If you don't have those regular check-ins, if you're not, not open and honest at all times, resentment will grow and you start to not want to do business with the friend. You start, um, you know, treating it as a, uh, treating whatever business relationship as, as just that, a business relationship. And, you know, things can get very, very combustible. Um, and so and intense right and so for me personally i am very apprehensive and got kind of getting into uh business relationships with friends because once you go to that place and um so it's hard to come back yeah so. let's speak on it let's be open about it we had the investment group since what to me since we graduated essentially what like 2011 ish is when we started almost you were the, the president running that essentially the whole time until we dissolved it a couple of years ago so like you could kind of really talk to that like at some points it was pulling teeth getting us to do shit <laughs> but once we kind of got like the bylaws down in place and we got the bibio in place like yo you put in this is what you're gonna get no matter what I think things kind of fell in line once everyone realized you can put in what you get, but as the money goes up, you're just gonna get this. Bottom line, you get what I the con. That, <laughs> I, I believe that no matter if you're friends or how the relationship developed, if it's a business relationship, those 
guidelines have to always be put in motion before business is even done. Like I would never just through learning experiences, I would never just go straight wholeheartedly into a situation and not know the clear lines of like how, what would happen to me if we progress? What's going to happen to you if we progress? What if this thing doesn't work out? How are we going to exchange liability? Like I need for things to be definitely black and white. And I think that that would have helped save um, maybe their situation. Maybe they didn't have everything so clear um, so that the with the fame and the deals came confusion and now the confusion is turning into uh, like Khalif said resentment so I don't know it's a very tricky thing but I feel like if, if everything is consistently communicated and black and white from the beginning then I think that a business relationship with friends can happen because at the end of the day when we resolved um, the investment group everybody was like okay thanks for my check peace <laughs> and it was just what it was <laughs> but that's the thing. Friendships are generally not black and white, right? You have when you when you're in a friendship, it's kind of like a give and take, right? And you know, at the end of the day, there's everything balances out, right? And you don't necessarily you don't necessarily you know have um, strict uh, rules of engagement, right? And so. In a lot of cases, when you enter, when you start business relationships, like relationships as friends, you have a high level of trust, and that bank of just distrust, right, is at an all-time high. But when you're not staying in communication, when you don't adapt and you know check up or whatnot, and at times you know um, determine what's what times are you are you friends, and then what times are you like business partners. That that bank of trust starts dwindling, Diminish. right? It's and like a diminish. credit score. It's like a credit exactly. score for um, exactly. accountability in business relationships. With exactly, exactly. How good and is so, your stock worth these days? These right, right. And so you yeah. always got to check in on that. You always got to check in on that balance, and um, not to speculate, but it seems like you know, as friends turn business partners, um, they have they, to they have to check in on that balance a little bit more. That's what he was saying in that video. I mean, when his breakdown of why they're not there, he also said, um, I told Rory, I don't, I looked Rory in the face. He said, I looked Rory in the eye and I told him, I don't know what's going on at home. I don't know your relationship status. I don't know nothing was going on outside of your life. And he said, Rory turned to him and said, why do you need to? I come in here, I pod two times a week, and I go home to whatever I go home to. Why do so, you need to know that? So it was like a friendship turn business because yeah. of the dynamic of everything. It's like the only time we link up is when we do this shit anyway. So it's the, like the pod essentially essentially it's a commitment. And at the point at the time he's being valued, he doesn't think he he's is worth the commitment. They go in two times a week for the past years they've been in there. And at this time, he's like, nah. <laughs> like, eventually, everyone does realize, it's like, yo, I'm putting a lot of time in this. So I'm not seeing what I wanted to, to see out of it, right? Eventually. I don't, I, see, I don't know. I don't know if that's it. I feel like it's more of a respect thing with him. Like, he hasn't been getting respected on that podcast for, like, like, he gets respect, but Joe comes for him a lot. And then when he comes for Joe, it's always like, a big problem 
So it's probably like the tension that happens at the pod it to seems, seep into their friendship. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to fuck with them when yeah. I don't have to. It seems like they, they didn't know the level of friendship they were at with each other then. But they've been together, they've been they, together you should for know. a long Exactly. Time. So something happened, and but we didn't realize the tension's been real. Let's be real. Since he announced all the whole Patreon shit and equity and all that, that's when things kind of got a little, little. I feel like it's always been there, but he's just, these are, it's these are just cameras. Visible. These are cameras. Remember, guys. These people know what the hell they're getting into. Like when that, when these little lights and shit come on. It's just like okay, I'm here. We getting this money to the dot. The thing eventually, is, things build up to yeah. it. It's like, damn, I can't even do this shit no the, more. The, like, thing, the thing you gotta realize, you're making X, Y, and Z so much money per month. I mean, they're comfortable with whatever they're making to come in two times per week and and record a two and a half hour conversation. That's a pretty easy living. So something else have to be happening to where that's not worth whatever amount they're getting paid per whatever per video per yeah month. i work for i will work for hours for us a week so essentially they go in what there's a three hour podcast almost two times per week right so that's about six seven hours a week two that's, times that's a month two times a week for the month that's eight podcasts maybe nine if it's nine to ten if it's a five month like that doesn't seem bad to be living comfortably off of podcasting. So something else has to be interfering with that, to where that doesn't seem good enough, or he doesn't want to do it anymore. That sounds possible. So weird situation. Uh, I don't know. Do you think they're gonna recover? I mean, I, we don't know their their friendships like that. So. Um, I, I the way Rory was talking on that girl on those girls podcasts, and it sounds like he's done with that shit. The, and he's done, and he's, he's okay. and, he, and yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, but course. he's always he's always dealt with with friends. He's always been in business with friends, so it's more telling for me when he's like, because even that um, what is it that uh, Duce Palooza. Yeah, even with that, that was like the little friends from college, and they had to get it, you know, and that shit was successful for a little bit. It was one of the biggest parties out, traveling parties. So, like, he's done it before, and he's seen, and I think he had ran into issues with the Ducey loser too. But I'm not too too sure. So, I mean, he's used to it though. So, he knows what could come from doing business with your friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, when you, so, like, businesses, particularly investors in business, so, like, private equity or whatnot, um, when you invest in a business, the, from start to finish, it's only, like, six or seven years you're actually in, in that particular business venture, and then it's expected that folks will cash out and go their separate ways, right? This podcast started, what, 2015? basically i think so, so they're yeah. six years in yeah they're coming up uh upon you know what would naturally be an exit um for you know any other business and so yeah everything is not everything is not um in perpetuity so you know i mean i hope their friendship can be salvaged i hope it's of course not, that's the big that's yeah. that devastating yeah. that sounds like everybody's important thing too yeah, yeah. is the is the friendship.
But th- it started with the girl, though. Remember the podcast Marissa? And they got her the fuck up out of there. Early. She didn't even be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. I didn't listen to it back, back that far. So. Oh, you didn't? No. Was it good back then? With the it girls? was... Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't know. It's better. With, it's way better with Maul, even though Maul don't really say shit. But he, I mean, he says shit when it's time. Like yeah. when he's, when he feels. That, that's feel that's why I said the podcast got good when those guys started yeah. coming on more frequently, and then it became a full time thing. So I I don't know if the thing. I don't know. I think I don't think the way they are now. I mean. If they come back, great. But if not, they gotta find a, a pretty good personality to kind of mesh with Joe's, yeah. or it's just gonna turn to like him ranting every day. Go, ugh, would he? he? Probably would. He say he fucks with him. He'll probably bring academics in. Could always grab and that's academics. That's a whole. That's a whole other audience that he can bring in. So that would work for him in the in the channel. Yeah, yeah. And then you know you bring academics and you you lose another two for sure. They want oh, nothing yeah. to do with that man. That's a fact. That's why I'm shaking my head. Like that should be crazy. Yeah. Who knows though? Just don't let the lesson of I guess the story is don't let business interfere with your friendships if you're entering with your friends. But I felt I felt that mall line like who are you to tell him not to come in and buy it? Like that's real shit. That's real shit. That's such a good question. Take a day off, nigga. You 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 seem a little bit stressed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he thought. Uh-huh. And the way he said, like, real, <laughs> Joe reminds me of Amir in a lot of ways because, like, his Whoa. delivery. No, 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 no. Delivery and tone. Yep. The delivery and tone is such that it's disrespectful. You're li- yeah, you're liable to knock somebody out. Or, like, yeah, knock one of them out because of the tone. That's why I've been in the gym. <laughs> That's not the I can't be out here. I can't be out here 135 with a fucked up tone. Like that shit don't work. That's facts. But I do have the tone of a. I have the tone of a boss, so it works for me. Yeah, no, you've been better. Yeah, patience, kids. Make you patient. Can't speak on that. All right, guys. What's next on the menu? I thought you were. I thought you were gonna go to the plugs I met. I'm about to let you know how I felt about it. Oh, I mean, it's only been, that's the only thing if you use it. You want to go in there? It's so good that I, we might have to. Fuck Plugs it. I meant what is it? Plugs what is I meant it? too. Yeah. Review, Jamal. Go ahead. This is all yeah, you. Alright, so, boom. This is how it goes. Um, it's a lot of quotables. I like, I like the uh, features. Um, who you have? 2 Chains, Fat Joe. Chinks, French Montana. Oh, yeah, Chinks, French Montana. Oh, damn, Chinks. Yeah, found a chinks verse. Found a chinks verse, yeah. That's crazy. I expected the Drake, um, he has a song with Drake apparently. I thought that would be on his album. Didn't make the cut. Um, which makes sense. I mean, it's talking about plugs. Yeah. (laughs) um, Can't put Drake on that. Yeah, Drake was never a plug for anybody. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Uh, standout feature pretty uh i want to hear what amir said about the two chains verse that was important didn't expect two chains and benny the butcher really to mesh but they did um but yeah overall it's a good project are we rating it 
Sure. Are we doing the are we using the K scale or are we using the J scale? Let's do one out of ten. I give it um an eight. Solid. That's playable. Play play playable. Yeah, that works. Compared to the first one, how do you think? Oh no, the first one's way better. So maybe you have to take yeah. it down tonight. Hold yeah. on. Uh, so that, that's what I was about to come in. That's my hot take with like albums where it's like part two or volume two or like where you try to continue the fucking story from what you were trying to do or you just doing another chapter to it. To, to keep that same energy or keep that same type of mindset. Yeah, it's just plug talk, but it's like we heard this in the first one. So the like, energy was there though. The same energy was there. I mean, it's better. It's better. Nah. I, 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 I think it. it was. It was though. Yo, are you kidding me? I can quote a whole bunch of shit that I can't remember. Just because right it's quotable, don't mean that it's good. <laughs> it's like I can quote a bunch of shit that I don't remember right now, guys. <laughs> what did he say though? I forgot what he said about um. There's no redos when you sell it. Coke or something? Yeah, like, no recipe. No, yeah, no, no instructions when you're selling bricks. That that line alone is like, all right, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I can understand. I can understand how that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> there's no measurements. Don't come on. Come on the brick. No scales. No. What do you cut it with? No. None of that. No instructions, bro. We're just trying to figure it out. That reminds me of um, what's that show with A Buggy? What's that movie? That sounds stressful. A Buggy and Cameron. What is it? Oh, 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 oh. um, damn. Paid in full. Yeah, I want to say it's one of my favorite movies. When he he came and sold that big ass rock, like, (laughs) and he was like, "That's you giving me all this?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He's like, "Oh shit, just better than Calvin shit." He's like, "You gonna be here?" He's like. Nah, I'll be across the hall. Right. <laughs> Niggas don't know when you first Straight get it. Straight from the like, dome. Straight from the dome. Like, that shit was a, a big-ass rock like this, and he didn't know what the fuck to do with it. And another, Hearing that bar is like... Another uh, thing that reminds there. me of that is um, Snowfall, when he was there um, buying some coke with his white boyfriend, and he was just like, yo, front me a key. I was just saying, what the? Whoa! <laughs> like, yo, and then he took that shit home like, what do I do? <laughs> so, so you guys been watching Snowfall? Oh yeah, I didn't watch the latest episode yet. So I haven't watched anything yet. Is it worth me getting oh, into? Oh, you're bugging. You're bugging. Oh yeah, you gotta. Have you watched Snowfall at all? He hasn't watched any of it. What? I'm on season oh one, episode God. one. That's crazy. Is it on that Hulu? Is Where is it? Huh? Where, where do I watch Hulu. it? Is it on Hulu? Hulu? You can watch it on Hulu. FX. So yeah. what, what's the 30 second synopsis of it? It's basically this kid came from the bottom, from the trenches. Uh, him and his friends got a crew together. They built an empire, a drug empire. And now he's running it, and he's turning into fucking the meanest gangsters nigga in fucking L.A. All that like twenty-two. Yeah. And then the geopolitical undertones of you know the U.S. Gangs. funding um, Nicaragua war, um, the Congo scandal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So okay. he introduced crack. He introduced crack to the hood. 
say that yes. shit was so yo that whoever plays the main character too his his scenes like when he gets mad and makes some speeches it is the best shit it's, it's scenes, motivational yeah when he's when he's talking to his friend in the car and he's like you're gonna ruin all this shit over a tongue <laughs> and then at the end of the he just kills that man and then at the end of the car he's like drive nigga <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a good one that was a good part add it to Q <laughs> it's really exactly. good it's highly, rec- highly recommended and his uh, accent goes from shaky in um, season one to pretty believable by pretty season believable. four his. his character development is actually like pretty perfect because you could tell like like I said when he got that key he was just like what um, the f- am I going to do and now he knows exactly what to do he knows when to check niggas he knows when to kill niggas he's quick to kill a nigga now wait wait quick to kill a nigga if you're on his business oh my wait. god start a whole gang war to get rid of his enemy man yeah but before we leave plugs I met to you said yeah. less than 8 out of 10 yeah, oh yeah, I give it a lot. It's so good though. I give it a seven, maybe six point five seven. Because okay. I think okay. I think I think the first one is an eight. Yeah, and the first one is first one is eight. definitely an eight, and, and this one's not as strong as the not first one. But the shit is still good. He's still talking they, some shit that I would never fucking know. Like when yeah. he said that instruction line, it's like damn, nigga, don't come with no instructions. <laughs> <laughs> The thing he gets away with, which, you know, just thinking about, you know, his group, his camp, that, um, what is it? What's his name? Conway. Yeah. Like, Conway's flows and metaphors and ability to say different things is just out of this world. It's amazing. Just like, Benny, though, he just says things with such a plain spoken, like, tone and knowledge that... It, it, cuts know, it, through. Cuts it cuts through. Cuts through, yeah. It cuts through. And so, yeah, I think Conway can, like, Conway is, like, in their group, Conway is, like, the the Black Dot uh, comparison. Like, Black Dot could rhyme circles around anybody. Anybody, but, yeah. Like, compared to Jay-Z, like... Yeah, yeah. He, Jay-Z has the quotables. Jay-Z, he has, Jay-Z the quotables. has the stories and the quotables. Exactly. So, exactly. like, Black Dot might make a better story, but the tone just it doesn't hit as if a Jay Z story, right? It just doesn't hit the same. So I see what you're saying. I definitely yeah. see what you're saying. Um, but the but thing, I, the, the thing, the thing that was interestingly missing was um, any lyrics or any indication about his shooting. And I think there may have been some allusions to it, but it I think so. There was massive. a little bit of allusions. I feel like he said something about going to Houston and niggas hating on him and then taking something and then coming back the next night and getting the same shit that he lost. Unless that's the unless I'm getting 330 in Houston confused with it. Cause I also listened to that little compilation record that that was on, which is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I felt that. I felt He felt that was missing. I felt that was missing, particularly for somebody who really talks about his life Street in a bi- yeah, in a biographical way. Like it felt like he should have addressed that. Are you sure he didn't say that in the song with Two Chains? 
That's what I'm saying. I don't remember all of what I, I didn't felt. It wasn't. If it was, it wasn't. It wasn't enough. It wasn't yeah. enough. It wasn't. Yeah. Enough. Well, you want me to play I, right now? Can we do that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, the, the, the song with two chains. Let me know if y'all can hear it. I'm gonna start. It might come through a little loud. So let me turn my shit. Well, down. we can't put it on. No, no. I'll like cut this part out, but then you got to. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> me and Jamal's like, I, 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 yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah. Ah. This is plug talk. You know what he's saying? He didn't say anything about it. He didn't say anything about it. The only thing he talked about is uh. Find a good job that he said. Our favorite rapper. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it didn't match the subject. He was like, well, I'm still talking my plug shit. You know what I mean? My drug dealer shit. I don't want to talk about me getting robbed. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Even though, even though it, I feel like at 3.30 in Houston, it still wasn't like horrible to explain what happened to him. So he could have did it, but I understand why he didn't do it. I can understand, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I will say this about, um, you said something about rappers cut that cut through, like there's sound that cut through. Yeah. And the two rappers, this is, this is, has nothing to do with Danny Bushy, by the way, but it's just when you said that, it, it triggered it. The two rappers to me, whose voices always cut through were, um, Nipsey Hustle, rest in peace, and um, uh, what's the other one? Fucking, he's a drug, he's a drug god rapper too. Fucking uh, Ross. Damn, Rick Ross? No, not Rick Ross. Pusher, Pusher, Pusher. Those two people's mm. voices cut through. Like their bars are pretty impressive, but even if it's just a flow type the of delivery. Shit, yeah, the delivery cuts through the sounds of everything to me. I agree with you on Nipsey Hustle. I think it depends on the track for pushing. I don't so, know a push song where he doesn't cut through. Like young nigga move that dope. You know who's coming on after a certain part. Like you can put him on a trap beat, you can put him on some slow shit like uh that Exodus three sixteen that Drake is. And he cuts that, that, that's game over. Like, you can put him on any beat. And he's going to cut through the Recently, recently, right? No. Because I, I think the beat's kind of, like, Even grinding, even grinding. Malice was probably the one. Malice that, has a better verse, but the tone and the, the, the tones, though, is what I'm talking about. He cuts so through Lord the beat. So Lord willing, he always cutting through. Yeah. I feel... I give you, I give you that, I give you that. Pusher, it depends on the context for me. It depends on the context. But to me, those are the two ones that kind of their Top voices two. always cut. Well, that was three: Ross, Pusher, and Nip. Um, I don't know about Ross. Sometimes Ross falls into the into the, the sound. Yeah. I just want him He's to change up flows. I just. I, what I, Ross? Yes, the syncopated. It took like, it took up. them so long. It took them so long to have a flow that was like. <laughs> you've got it. Good, good. Like you've got to keep it at a that high point. Level. 
I don't want him to ever change it. Who knows what that should have go to again? We'll be talking about Boom 222 for five bars again. <laughs> I want him to change it up a little bit. Just a little. Just a little. I like it. I know exactly how he's going to deliver the rap. Every time, it's fucking guaranteed. And it's just going to be hot every time. Don't touch it. You're going to love it, but guarantee it. Yeah, don't touch it. It's a stamp. It's like blue magic. You know what I mean? Okay. I need to stop listening to Benny the Butcher. Oh gosh, well, uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, well, we, we actually talked about a little bit with the NFTs when we kind of went into that two weeks ago, uh, and now officially we can buy Teslas with Bitcoin. And Jack Dorsey's tweet just sold. First tweet where it says, "I'm setting up my Twitter," uh, sold as an NFT for two point nine million dollars. Is crypto becoming a real thing right in front of our eyes with a major company like Tesla <laughs> accepting this as a payment now? I, uh, I'll say this, I'll be real quick. I don't think it's a real thing, but I think blockchains are a real thing. I think the ability to be able to track what you send to people and... But- but yeah, it, th- th- this this I don't think this will have anything to do with blockchain. This is money now. <laughs> no, well, blockchain is the infrastructure, and then you have yeah uh, cryptocurrency as like the as the um, you know. So okay, think about think about um, the roadway, the roads, right? Like. Um, the road is the infrastructure. So blockchain is the same thing as the road. Like you build the roads and then what comes from it are, you know, businesses, cars, things that, you know, are able to, you know, travel on the road and kind of create stuff. Yeah. So that's blockchain is always yeah, it's is the part infrastructure of it. that it's, enables it's, crypto. Yeah, but now, but now we're talking about the money side to it. Say yes, that's the infrastructure, but now it's the the acceptance of it as a financial to buy something physical. Well, the reason I say the blockchain is because just the fact where I can have um, what's his name's first tweet and the person that sold it to me is a mark. There's a transaction of him giving it to me. Yeah. So there can't be, you know, too many of anything. I think that's important. So now it's unique, right? So n- not everybody can have that tweet. I think that's where the value comes from with the NFT. I don't know about currencies. That's why I said I don't know about the cryptocurrency because I don't know what it's backed by. I don't know if the fact that I give it to you and I don't have it anymore, if that is what's making it rare or whatever or based on something. But as far as cryptocurrency, I still don't. I don't know. Just, I, I was I was with you maybe a year ago or mm-hmm. two years ago or whatever, but uh, it's all made believe. Nothing has changed since yeah, two years more, ago. Yeah, exactly. The more people, the I mean, more people. What 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 makes things real is folks are folks believing that it's 
real, mm-hmm. right? So there's enough, if, if, if there's enough folks that, you know, um, believe something is real, then it's real. So it's for real. instance, like our US dollar is not based on anything. It used to be based on something back in the 60s and the 70s or whatnot. It used to be based on um, gold. Um, it is totally not based on anything anymore but we all believe in it and then the u.s government which is also something that we believe in backs it right and so to your point about cryptocurrencies i think it seems like there's enough people who believe in it and believe in it as like a, an exchange um um yeah like a, a mechanism for exchange and so <laughs> You just got to go with what people believe in. It's, so it's with the U.S. government already, I mean, they they have, they invest in Bitcoin, right? They, it's not a, a hidden fact. Like they have a, a large amount of it. Do you think that Bitcoin or cryptocurrency has a way to threaten the U.S. dollar? Is is the world finance in in danger of, of a shakeup with crypto taking on the the surge that is taking on what do you guys see with that i know you guys are into like the geopolitical stuff so i want to kind of see like what's your what do you guys see like that because obviously the feds and stuff i'm paying attention to that that's what do you guys well i want to i want to say that what's her name susan yellen right mm-hmm. uh janet yellen janet yellen she she came out I think when she said this, um, the value of Bitcoin dropped, I think it was like a week ago, two or two weeks ago, where she was basically saying, um, I, we don't trust um, Bitcoin, we don't do this, we don't do that. Just really saying that there's no future in it just yet, right? Um, to believe in it, to believe that it will challenge the dollar, I've seen a lot of shit they say challenges the dollars and then suddenly a world um, a world leader will go missing or get shot in the head or a bomb will blow up in his house or some type of shit. We've seen it a couple of times, man. We've seen it with um, Saddam Hussein. <laughs> they had a whole war. They they fooled niggas into thinking Iraq was Afghanistan and it just was like, all right, yeah, we come here. And then, I mean, we've seen it with Gaddafi when he tried to, when he really had the gold and wanted to reset. And we saw what happened with that. So they've done a lot to protect the sanctity of US gold, right? So it's like, I don't think that just some dude that's mining Bitcoin and has the equation is gonna destabilize the whole government. I don't think they're gonna let that shit fly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, it, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency doesn't have to topple, you know, the U.S. dollar for it to have some type of material effect, right, on people's um, people's willingness to exchange with it, right, and so. Um, yeah, I, I I have no idea what's going to happen, so I'm just interested in it, and we'll 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 see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I think I'm a convert. I'm thinking I'm a convert. Like last year, and for the longest, I was just like, it doesn't make sense. It has nothing. <laughs> it's not based on anything. What the, yeah. But 
nothing is based on anything, right? It's just whatever you, whatever you believe. Whatever you perceive. Oh, God. <laughs> <Whatever> you <laughs> You're starting to sound like me. You, you yeah, know? that's full words. That's the most. That shit. That shit resonates. <laughs> perception. Oh my God. It's perception over like... everything. Whatever you believe to be real oh, is what actually. Bend it to as well. I'm, yeah, exactly. Bend it, bend it, bend it. I've been hearing that shit all day, and every time I hear it, I've been like, what the fuck are niggas talking about? Perception. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, with that, weed's about to be legal in uh, yeah. New York. The, what the, happened? They, they think they just uh, passed it. I know Jersey passed it not too long ago, and now New York is yeah. about to like fast pass their legislation for uh recreational marijuana uh do you think that's ever gonna with new york being a huge i mean cali did it that they make georgia push do you think georgia will ever <laughs> come to the to the holistic side i'm so glad adam's not here <laughs> oh adam not with the way not with the way that things are moving right now yeah like no i don't see it maybe <laughs> within next five to ten years but maybe one of the last states you think? Oh, it it'd definitely would be the last state. Um, I think you have a better chance of uh, between between Alabama. Alabama will be the last state. It'll either be Alabama, Georgia, or South Carolina. I think North Carolina and Louisiana, and maybe even I don't know about Texas. Texas runs deep. Texas is too big. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Texas. There's too many liberal sides, and there's too way too much conservatism i don't really know what the politics looks like there but in the bible belt i'm pretty sure uh, georgia i'm pretty sure no not at all not at all until i mean you saw what happened uh georgia went blue one time got two blue senators and they they changed up the whole the whole kitchen, yeah kitchen and caboodle they said not again they said nothing now Georgia, I'm gonna get that shit out of here. So, any, anything that is, I don't even want to say that because I don't know if it's exactly true, but I feel like anything that might veer to the left a little bit, be a, like a liberal kind of thing, I don't think Georgia's here for it. Unless it makes them a lot of money, which we can do. It would make them a shit ton of money. But I don't see. In a in a, in that type of legislation in the House, uh, Georgia House and the Georgia Senate, it's too old, old Republican. It's too old. It's too white. Um, it's too Bible Beltish. It's too. It's just a lot of things. Like even the like we've heard Duncan say any any Georgia weed legislation. I'm not putting it on in the House to for them to vote on it. He's he's on record saying that like. I don't know how Kemp feels about it. I mean, he he, he legalized hemp, but that ain't weed. It's not weed. It's Damn not weed. weed. And that shit, and that, I think he legalized that like maybe two years ago. And since then, it, it is no movement. So it'll be a while. That's cool. Yeah. We, we still got other ways. <laughs> They won't yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, the city, cities have their own laws too. A lot of them are decriminalizing it. 
making it a ticket. So I mean, shout out, shout out to Atlanta. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. It's not to say that it won't ever. I mean, there isn't push in that direction, but to say that Georgia will make it wreck. That's a, that. That's that's a push. That's hard. That's a hard hard push. First, they would have to fix the voting laws. It, they then they would have to put the right people in candidacy. Then they would have to win. Then we would have to yeah. have a new governor for yeah. the election to happen. Even before that, they would have to open up um, the medical. I mean, we have medical, right. but it's basically like 0.2% wheat. It's just liquid, and you have to be on your deathbed to qualify for that shit. <laughs> Like having like seizures, like cancer, or something crazy. AIDS, or some seizures, or something. Yeah. Like, it ain't nothing like going to California and saying, I have anxiety. Ain't none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have anxiety. You need a medical card. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> none of that shit down here. You need to be on your deathbed to get to. to be even in to Florida, even in Florida, shit. you gotta, you gotta have like a like old documents from your past doctors proving your illnesses to even like it's, it's crazy shit man. oh really it's, yeah not that I know. so what it's not it's not uh what is it? it's not legal down there in well not, rec- not recreationally but i thought that florida was like georgia until just like last week when i literally witnessed somebody buying actual like high tac blood from a dispensary and i was like wait there's real weed in these dispensaries out here in florida Mm. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell have I been for the past three years? Yeah. I kind of want to go into some sports a bit, but <laughs> we haven't taught sports. If y'all want to. Give us 10 minutes. So let's talk about the fight. Who fought last night? Oh, oh, oh. Nganu um, beat Stipe, one of the goats of uh, the heavyweight. Um, who else was on that card? That was a, it was a good card. Woodley, and, I Woodley and um, Woodley and uh, Luke. What's his name? The Brazilian Luke. guy. Uh, oh, Luke. I know what you're talking about. Luke, 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 or Luke, Luke, yeah, Luke. 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 That was a good one. Wood, Woodley lost that. Woodley has been on a horrible losing streak. He just cannot get right. He used to be champion. What's the name? Amon. Usman took his belt from him, right? Yeah. And ever since that, it's been downhill for the man. O'Malley and um... O'Malley. Last time, O'Malley was knocking niggas out, and then he got in a fight, broke his foot or tore his Achilles, something like that. Injured his foot and uh, lost the fight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But before that, did you see that fight? Did you uh, see the fight last night? I didn't see that yeah, one. so he came out um, with uh, he was going against Almeida, Thomas Almeida, who okay. won like 21 in a row before losing like his last few fights or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, first, you can just tell O'Malley was just head and shoulders above him. He was just super fast, super, much quicker. On the catch. feet, right? Yeah, much quicker on the feet. Like his styles, he changed from south southpaw to you know. Um, yeah. You know the other stance or whatever, and he was just on him. He was on him. Um, I think the first round, he actually had him um, uh, dazed. So he did a did a nice, nice, nice strike and had him dazed. But he walked off, 
and he was walking off, and he thought he was just like the, the ref was going to stop the fight, but he didn't. And so, like the refs, um, well, the announcers kept saying, like, why didn't he like stop the fight? Why, why didn't he like continue hitting him, hitting him, hitting him to you know stop the fight? Yeah. Um, and you know they were just saying he's like showboated too much. But I think the third round he got him again, like a nice, a nice yeah. strike. And he was about to walk off again, but he turned around and he was getting up, and so he just like. Dominated is knocking the <laughs> fuck out, like the fuck out. Um, and it was over. It was over. So that was a good fight. That was a good fight. That's what he does. That was last night too. Huh? That was last night's too. That was last night's too. Damn. And Ganu knocked out Stipe. He super punched him, and Ganu's a beast, man. He knocks everybody out except Stipe. The first time. This is the second fight. So in the first fight, Stipe um, basically just hemmed, hemmed Ngannou up and just had him tired, tied himself out, hemmed him up and, and worked him for five rounds and, became, and still held his championship. Um, this time, it was just a totally different thing. It just clipped him, just ran, <laughs> just punched him, and then... Oh, it was him. so tense. That, that fight... Like you felt, you felt anxiety because you don't, you didn't know what was going to happen. And so, like, when it first started, like the first round, you know, and Gano, and Gano usually like finishes the fight in less than like a minute or something like that. Yeah. Um, he just kept calm. He just kept calm and just like watched Stipe and just kept calm. And then um, Stipe tried to go for a takedown. And Ngannou defended it, like, perfectly. And everybody was just like, yo, this is going to be, like, Stipe is going to lose. Yeah. You can't take it down? It's a problem. Because I think he went for the takedown and then got hit with, like, ten punches. Like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. He got up. Then I think the second round, Ngannou, um, got him good with a right um then Stipe countered with another right and then Ngannou got him with the left hook just right on his chin and And that was it it was over it was was over and that was was that was uh the the headlining fight of the night the main event yeah so it sets up Ngannou versus John Jones now now that um maybe why why maybe he's up there if John Jones wants it John Jones, I mean, John Jones went to heavyweight. So I'm pretty sure. Like, for John Jones, for Ngannou to be John Jones' first fight, that's like, come on, bro. Even though everybody wants that to happen, everybody wants that to happen, like, you gotta have a, you gotta have a, like, a test fight, I think. There's nobody there. There's nobody, there's nobody there for him to fight. I can't even think of He can fight if Stipe wants to what? fight again, oh, you're talking about John Jones fight Stipe? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a loser. He lost now. There's no reason for him to fight. He probably I mean, has to fight. Can, if he wants to do it again, he wants he he can he'll have to like show his worth. So he has to kind of get back in that number one contending spot. Yeah, but but there's a, there's a number one contender already. I think he has to. I think John Jones has to fight 
Rosenstrike. I don't know where they rank John Jones. I don't know where that. I think Rosenstrike is the number one contender, so he can fight him. But who's out there for Steve Bay to fight? I mean, not Steve Bay, Ngannou to fight. And Ngannou wants to fight it again in August or July, like super fast. That's true. And then so, is another one who just won the championship last night, Ngannou. Who Ngannou? Yeah. And he wants to yeah, fight yeah. already. Yeah, he wants to fight again, super fast. I mean, John Jones had that super fight with um, what's that kid's name? And Adesanya. They were trying to do that because Adesanya went up to um, light heavy. Heavyweight. Yeah, light heavy, but he he lost. So, yeah, he lost. Well, did that count on that, his record? It, yeah, that's on his record. But that's I mean that it was a, it was a nothing fight because he didn't have a belt. He didn't have okay. a belt in light heavyweight, so he still keeps his metal weight belt. Like, okay, he only has something to win in that fight. Yeah, yeah, he had nothing to lose in it. He just had a one. He just has an L on his record now. His first L. So, so and now that threw away that fight. John Jones doesn't want that anymore. I decided him. So, it, it, the only fight I see he can make is John Jones and Ghana. That's crazy. It's not boxing, man. You don't get times, man. There's too many hungry niggas. It's, all, it's the best. Um, it's the best league, per se. You know what I mean? Everybody's a killer. So you really can't be like, well, let me get a, a warm-up fight or let me do this or not. And Ganu is like a full, it will probably be like a full 40 pounds heavier. heavier than well, John Ganu. Jones has been, John Jones has been gaining weight. He's I been in the gym. That. But he's probably going to be, what, 220, 225? 225. What's Ngannou? Ngannou's not 240. He's 260. He came in at 260. He came in at 260 yesterday. And he was like, he was like, like 9% body fat. Like less than 10% body fat. 265. That's wild. That don't matter though, man. John Jones is the GOAT for a reason. You don't, man. Look, look, like, like, you was just saying like several times on his head just like laying on him that's not going to happen to John Jones no a heavyweight no. power is just different man. it's like, different but it's, you only got to get him once it's One different but when you're 16 and 0 in, in title fights and all you do is fight title fights for the last 5 years I mean last how many years 10 years like, Ngannou has never went to five rounds. Never five rounds of championship rounds. He True. can't do it. He can't well, do it. You should have saw the fight yesterday. The fight yesterday. I saw it. He was very composed. He was composed. He was very but he composed. Like he was breathing a little heavy, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, a 40 pound differential has to account, has to account for something. Look, I mean, it does. Okay, I'll give you this. If, if John Jones survives to, to the end of the third round, he's winning it. Because Ngannou is There's no way he's going four or five rounds. Agreed. Like, all of Ngannou's wins have been less than five minutes. Five so. minutes. John Jones is going the full five. That's all he does. That's what he's used to. Unless like, he... Like unless, 
Light heavy. Unless he chokes you out or knocks you out, he going to full five. At light heavyweight. Man, come on, man. He's he's fought dangerous guys before. That's what I'm saying. I've seen I've seen him be great. Light heavyweight and heavyweight. I mean, there's a big difference, but it's a funny big difference. It's a big difference, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a big difference. Yeah. If you 225, you put up 25 pounds on yourself, then fucking you. Whatever. Nah, I've I've been I've I've been in grappling sports, and I felt like I was what 189, 190 going against folks 215, 220. And it was a big difference? I felt it every single match. Every single match. (laughs) Shit adds up. It adds up. It adds up. up. Oh, no. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see see where where they take it. But that's the only fight I see able for Ndanu next. Um, I think next month, what? um, Usman fights. What's his name again? Um, the stuff. I forgot his name too. I forgot his name too. The the Cuban guy. Yeah, starts with the M. Masvidal. 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 Yeah. It fights him again, which is doesn't make any sense. He shouldn't fight him again. There's way better, way more deserving people to fight to fight than Masvidal. But they want a quick check before he gets his ass beat again. Because he's popular, True. man. Masvidal is popular. So UFC always goes for the popular fights. They always give people what they want. They think people want this. I don't want this shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and I think, and there's like in that ticket, there's like three title fights, if I'm not mistaken, in oh, that card. Yeah. So those are the Chinese fights. Lady. Those are the cards that I like. Yeah, three title I fights. I like title um, fights. I don't really like where it's just fights again. Show me the title. Show me who earned it. It's just like not, it, it's just like uh like college sports to me. It's like I don't give a shit about this. Give me <laughs> show, <laughs> show me the people that show, title. show me the people that made it to the league. This is where this is where the best people in the world are. Like that's like so that's that's just my take. But it seems like we're gonna have some good fights coming up. Uh, within the next couple of uh, weeks to months, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that triple title fight. I'll be there for that one. I'll be there yeah, for that for sure. one. Yeah, um, sure. But yeah, I mean, Mary been pretty quiet this uh, podcast. What's new with you? What's going on with you, man? <laughs> y- you're muted. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Sorry, it's a work from home habit, man. My kids be my kids be screaming and stuff, man. Nothing, just trying to develop my hustle, you know, start developing some patience and meditate more, work out more, stuff like that, self development, some character building in there somewhere. I'm gonna think it's very important for mental health, so I'm I'm in that realm of life right now. I'll let you. But the mental out. health realm? Yeah, it's very important. Um, I feel like I'm at a point where. Um, I have some sense of stability, so now I have to just start working on different areas of um, my stability. So mental health is one of the things uh, that I feel like is very important. And it also goes with discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really what I'm trying to build because I have very poor um, consistency habits. And in order to be successful, you have to be more consistent. 
Um, so that's pretty much what I'm trying to focus on, man. I went on vacation. Oh, I was just going to ask you about that. Disneyland, is that really the happiest place on earth? I mean, it was um, when I was a kid, yeah. But when you take children there, it starts to become like a stressor point. Because now you're watching the kids do what you did, which is like, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that. And then if they don't get it, they start tripping out, especially these like privileged kids. Something wrong with them. Something wrong with them. They don't. They don't work for shit. But no, how it was, was. It was fun. How was the social distancing there? What did what they do? There was they none. Did, there was none. Like, what do you mean? There was no social distancing. That's impossible. What do the you park mean? Was, the fuck. The park was packed. Did they make people like stand Four. six feet apart in line? No. They, did they make you this, wear a mask? Yeah. So you go through this okay. checkpoint. Um, when you first get in and they scan your temperature, like I'm telling you, my mask. Let me. Let me so they didn't do this temperature check, and that's it. Say for, yeah, so say for instance, this was my mask, right? My mask was, like, right here, right? And I know I got big nostrils, but that bitch was trying to be funny. But I literally, she was like, can you please put your mask over your nose? And I was like, oh, okay. And I put my mask up. And then they let everybody in, but no soon as people got inside, they were like, right? And then they were just walking around by the hundreds of, probably even thousands. Like, it was like, we were like ants, like moving intertwined throughout each other, not hitting each other. It was weird. Why is it so bad? <laughs> um, because people still want to show their kids. Fuck! It's the middle of March. What the fuck? And it was <laughs> hot. It was like ninety something degrees. That's it, it, crazy. You said that segues into the last question because I know uh, Jamal got his vaccine shot. Uh, Khalif got one. Or you, which one did you get? Just the one of one. one. Yeah. Oh, you got no, the Johnson? No, one of two. One of two. You said you got the Johnson and Johnson? <laughs> Pfizer, Pfizer. Pfizer. Oh, Pfizer. So, I, 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 like, since Girl, you... about this shit, like, it's different strands of... No, it's it one is. or two That Pfizer's, that Pfizer's, yeah. that Pfizer's good, bro. Is it? That shit's fire. Are you looking to get the vaccine now, Amir? See, I mean, you're out there. Um, I am going to get the vaccine, um only because I understand the science behind it. Uh, now, if I if I come to regret it in the future, fuck it. I'm not gonna do. Yeah. Um, hey, this is what I, I say about it, right? I understand if you're like, let's say, let's say a Khalif. You don't eat any meat. You don't drink alcohol. You don't smoke. You don't do none of that shit. So I get why you'd be hesitant, right? To, to, to not take a vaccine. But nigga, if you smoke and drink, and do, the vaccine is the least of the shit you gotta worry about, bro. You gotta get special with no rubbers on and all this shit. And you worried about a vaccine that's in Every time you roll the dice when you meet Shorty, like. Oh, nigga, this is the greatest that's what PSA. You gotta worry about. <laughs> Those microorganisms, not the ones that humans is playing in your arms. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want nobody living like that to tell me anything about a vaccine, vaccine. bro. <laughs> yeah, that's the least of what That's a fact. Out. That's some of the realest shit I ever heard. So, yeah, I'm getting the vaccine. I- I'm definitely getting it, too. <laughs> I-, I feel like that was the greatest PSA, and I'm definitely going to drop that out. And we're going to put that out there. <laughs> that's just been bothering me for a minute, man. I see a lot of people talking about, nah, I ain't putting that in me. I don't know. Nigga, you don't even know where you stick your shit most of the time, bro. Like, niggas gotta relax. Niggas smoke blacks every day talking about 
You're taking a shot, bro. Your 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 lungs are already gone, bro. Already, already gone. gone. <laughs> yeah, like you just gotta relax, bro. Just oh. take the shot. Take the shot. And then a lot of and then a lot of people just really don't understand the science behind it. Like I can see if I can see if it was like back in the day and there's too there's too many class action lawsuits and shit going on. Like the government's not gonna put out hundreds of millions of vaccines that's gonna really fuck people up. Um, I just really think that people don't understand the science and so they think that they're getting injected uh, with something with, and they're just scared. Um, and that's understandable. Humans fear what they don't know. Um, and if you don't know, then you're just going to walk around scared. So it is what it is. We can't change it. Listen, yeah. protect your loved ones. Protect yourself. Wear a mask if you're not going to take the shot. Take the shot if, you, if you're willing to take the shot. Let's let's get over this. It's time to get outside. It's time to get back to some type of normalcy. Uh, I'm tired of being locked in this house. I mean, I, I've been to a couple of restaurants in about a year, maybe two on two different occasions. For our birthday, I went somewhere, and my sister's birthday, I went somewhere. But other than that, I've just been in the crib or going to get some groceries. So definitely gonna get mine ready to be. Get some type of normalcy. A year is it. Yeah, a some year type is of normalcy. It, man. I, I don't want everything to go back to normal. Like, it, I don't want the mess. lines to be crowded. I want you to wear a mask when you're making my shit. Yeah. Um, I, I want all that stuff to stay in place because it's going to prevent future pandemics from happening and spreading so quickly. And then it's also going to prevent the common cold and the flu. Like, there's, there's shit that humans have outside of COVID. So if we just keep some of this stuff, like if you want to go to the club, cool. If you want to go to a theme park, cool. That's fine. But if you're making my food, bro, please have one. I think the mask is going to stay. I think that, I think that's just going to be kind of like the new norm, just because we've seen what uh, one uh, pandemic could do based off of one strain that turned into multiple off of, uh, a virus, so we seen what that could do. So I the think the Spanish flu didn't make masks mandatory. I, I don't think they even had masks back there. What they yeah, had, the, yeah. What they had the yeah. fucking long, the doctor with the long nose uh-huh. with the spicy they wearing, shit. They have pictures like, of um, they have pictures of everybody wearing them with like masks. Yeah, but yeah, at the end of the day, be safe, take care of your loved ones, get the vaccine masks if you can. Work. Masks, masks work. Masks work. Did you see the um the flu number this year? It's like only 183 cases of flu in a whole of America. Because of the mask. All right, that is another episode of Black Entourage Podcast. Please check us out on all of our streaming services. We are on Spotify as well as iTunes. We also have merch available. The link should be in the description. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Peace. Peace. Peace.